cop that. Is it on right now in the background? It is on in the background. You got to stop. That's where you sound distracted. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, let me turn it off. We can either record later or you can turn our... No, nah, I do not need to watch this. It'll just infuriate me. Why does he sound so distracted? Just looking at the baseball game. All You're right. looking at the baseball men, aren't you? Yeah. I was. Hey, guess what, the listener? Uh, Johnny and I were in the exact same city for several days. What? Johnny, was that your impression of the listener? Yep. <laughs> exactly. What do you think the listener's doing right now? Uh, I don't know. I hope something nice, like relaxing, um, probably outside, maybe somewhere warm. Although it's like Listen- cold everywhere, isn't it? Yeah, it's cold here. Yeah. Oh. Got an episode of their favorite podcast in their earbuds right now. Whoa. That's ours, the listeners. <laughs> That's true. Um, so, yeah, we were in the same city. Mm-hmm. Did we record an episode of this show? Nope. No. <laughs> it didn't care to. No. It, it it just couldn't happen. I don't know why. I mean, tiredness. Uh, yeah, sleepiness. Yeah. Tons of sleepiness. There is one thing that I secretly recorded. Oh, yeah? And that's you and I talking about Donut Friend, along with Lindsay. <laughs> yeah, let's listen to that right now. Would you want another fudge gazi for Marissa? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And for yourself? Um, can I actually get uh, the drive like jelly? For sure. Yep, there you go. And there it is. I don't remember what we said. I don't either. I was probably ordering some kind of donut. <laughs> I think you actually did, or I think there actually is audio of you recording a donut. Recording a donut? Tape. Recording a donut. That's my recording <laughs> of you ordering a donut oh. and recording a donut. I kept that menu, and I've showed it to friends, and they've been very impressed. It's a nice place. I, I love it. I mean, it's not many places that just openly are, like, accepting of emo. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of emo, Johnny, what you been listening to? Oh man, you know, honestly, a lot of emo, basically. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yep. Okay, see you guys next time. Bye. <laughs> I know. Bye. Marissa and I actually are gonna have an off-fringe podcast about strictly Saddle Creek records. Oh jeez. Yeah. So. Lots of con dog. Oh my gosh! I, before we're talking about what I've been listening to, I do have to mention that we went and saw Connor. She ah, you saw the burst. Yeah, we saw him. It was actually a pretty silly show. I saw a woman get into a fight with another woman, and this one woman that just continuously smoked tons of pot like the entire time, and it was in a barn. Mm. Yeah. So, what would bring on a fight at a Connor Oberst show? Uh, you know, I. I don't even know, but all I remember is uh, Marissa and I were kind of in the front by uh, the right speaker, and this woman just came barreling through the crowd, like wine glass in hand, just like barreling through. <laughs> Must add, the barn was on a, or a winery, so wine oh, was okay. everywhere. Yeah, so she barreled on through with her wine glass and just started like rocking out, like so much so that Marissa and I were kind of confused at... Like, who who's really rocking out at a Conor Ober show? 
But she was like throwing up the horns and everything. She was really rocking out. So she just happened to like wander in. Yeah. Didn't know why she was there. <laughs> Pretty much. Well, That's kind of what it seemed like. And um, did you see earbuds in her ears? Maybe she was listening to Slayer while watching <laughs> Hunter Overs. <laughs> I did not catch if she was wearing earbuds, but yeah, she ended up kind of bumping into this one woman because uh, the woman who was smoking pot got kind of irritated and shoved her a little bit. And the woman with the wine glass being kind of drunk kind of stumbled into another woman right in front of her. That woman proceeded to throw a punch at her and they started kind of fighting in front of Marissa and I. And one of them got kicked out the the drunk woman who barreled on through the fighter yeah. not the fighty yeah exactly so wow yeah it was ridiculous strange things afoot at the connor oberst show oh yeah but yeah so to continue all of that i basically just been listening to emo joyce manor came out with a new record recently and yes i've been listening to that i'm not the one who invented the sun but i know who did Check out the knife on the millionaire's wife Getting all unhinged Trying to decide who's good And who's just rich And I I, I gotta say um, Although I have an eclectic taste And uh, I don't know Maybe now that you've seen me in person You can can answer this But am I a douchebag? No, you're not a douchebag Cool, cool, cool So yeah, I didn't think so But uh, just I had to make sure but anyway, I don't really like this record. Back on a charity track, but they argued on that long about who did deserve this dirty wealth. Joyce Manor was a band that I got really into back in probably 2010, 2011, somewhere around there. They've been active since 2008. They're from Torrance, California. Not Colorado. Um, Torrance, wow. Yeah. So, yeah, that's weird. Yeah, they're, they're pretty much just your standard emo band. I kind of feel bad calling them an emo band because they're probably more pop punk than they are emo. You're okay, and when you make it to your bedroom, do you collapse on your bed right away? Or do you lay and think about how fucking lonely you become? Yeah, I've seen them before. I... Right up front, I'm not a fan. Right, right. But I've, I feel like I've seen them twice Back. and could not get into them. And then I have I have a friend named Trey currently living in Colorado. No, he lives in Fort Worth again. Whatever. <laughs> he loves Joyce Manor, and I'm shocked that he loves that band because he's driven many miles to go see that band. Yeah. some uh, I don't know. You know, I'm not – or when I first heard them, I did not think I would like them as much as I did. I just kind of fell for them, and um, I can see that they were just really fun and – Really fun live. They always played with bands that I really liked, like uh, the Thermals. The opportunity to see them was plentiful. <laughs> the new record, uh, gosh, I... I can't remember the name. Million Dollars to Kill Me. Not that great. It starts with this track, Fighting Kangaroo, and it's just kind of the standard Joyce Manor track now. 
if you've listened to Joyce Manor or are a fan of them, you know, their records are fairly short. Their songs are about a minute and a half to like two and a half minutes long. Uh, give them credit for that. Yeah. Like that. Yeah. They're really tight about their songs, but one thing they famously are not good at is ending a song. Their songs, for the most part, <laughs> do not have ends. They just kind of fade out. Pretty much how vocalist and original band leader, I guess, uh, Barry has described it is they're pretty much guided by voices without anybody noticing that they're guided by voices. Well, can I get a phone? Well, can I drop a dime? Well, can I get a loan? I'm running out of time. Uh, I actually wholeheartedly believe that, especially in uh, not, gosh, what is their, now I gotta actually look at their records. Like, hold on a second. Dang it. Ugh. I can't believe this. What a joke. Embarrassing. It is embarrassing. I don't even have it on my phone. I just bought it recently when you were here at Amoeba. I don't even have iTunes open. This is the worst. I couldn't be worse. Yeah, how embarrassing. You don't have the actual record in front of you? No, it's like... Uh, oh, yeah. Johnny doesn't alphabetize his records. Yeah. It's a uh, mess. Hey, I just pulled it right out. Of all things, okay, I will grow, or soon grow tired. I still misread that. <laughs> So that's probably their best record next to just their self-titled record, which has probably my favorite song, uh, Beach Community. I lost it all in a beach community where it was lost. It's not all that clear to me. Over the side, walk into a slow talk, call the police. Told me I'm in the wrong town. And derailed on there. Oh my God, I think I'm in love. Yes, I know that this must be love. Of all good things or whatever, <laughs> of all things, I will soon grow tired. Uh, is a fantastic record to start if that is uh, something you would be interested to into. Bread of Usher is probably my favorite song on that record. You're of course talking to the listener because I can't. Oh yeah, no, you. I, I, I'm I, not a fan. Highly doubt, or I would never suggest this to you. I never even wanted to mention <laughs> it on this show, but then it just so <laughs> happened that they came out with a record and I had to talk shit about it. Yeah, I. Uh, I don't know. There's just that that kind of band I'm just not into. Yeah. I, and I've tried. I can't think of any other examples, but just things that people really like. Like, do you know I do not like Jawbreaker? Oh, really? I like Jawbreaker. Yeah. But yeah, a lot of people like Jawbreaker. Yeah. I am just not a fan. Yeah, I, you know, I kind of, I like Jawbreaker, but I still, when I think about emo, that's not the type of emo I think about exactly, because yeah. I kind of feel like it does give that 
way to stuff like Joyce Manor or stuff that people occasionally mislabel as emo. Like, even Donut yeah, Friends I don't guilty think... of calling Blink-182 an emo band, and I just don't see think that's true. I think... I think Donut Friend just has old punk bands. They're not all. They're not all emo. Oh no, bands. yeah, because they have like, <laughs> yeah, they have a Husker do, do Donut. I can't remember what it's called. Yeah. This episode brought to you by Donut Friend. Hey Johnny, you hungry? Oh, uh, <laughs> who? The, I I forgot to tell you that there was somebody who is it who created Donut Friend. He was in Drive Like Jehu. <laughs> Okay, yeah. Yeah, I forgot his name again. Hello, it's me, Fackbot. Mark Drombino was the drummer for Drive Like Jehu and founded Donut Friend. Yummy, yummy in my tummy. They have a donut there called Drive Like Jelly. Yep. Yeah, I, I'm i very picky about the emo, the emotional hardcore stuff I listen to. For sure. Yeah. I, I'm too, and then I get suckered by stupid crap like this. I'm disappointed when it's bad, and I don't know why, because, I mean... Even when um, American Football just, as of last year, released a new record. Silly Johnny. American Football's second full-length record, also called American Football, was released in 2016. Uh, Is that one good? I think I listened to it once and uh, decided, yeah, it's pretty much what they would probably sound like now and have disregarded that it even (laughs) exists. Strange how... See, I remember American Football, uh, when I worked at a record store, this guy was like, oh, you like punk, you'd like this band, American Football. What? And I listened to it, and I was like, I am not into this. So. Yeah, I mean, I I like American Football, but yeah, I would, and I like punk rock, but I would not consider the two even remotely close. <laughs> American football kind of reminds me more of something like really angelic, gosh, instrumental for the most part. I mean, they have a few, they have songs with lyrics, but I think their their best songs are instrumental. Uh, yeah, see, that's the kind of, with like the emo stuff that I like is usually instrumental. Yeah. Uh, that's really all I have to say about Joyce Manor. I don't like that record. I don't suggest listening to that record. Their last record before that, I think, was Cody. That record's not that great either. Um, stick Joyce to the Manor early just, stuff. Just going down the toilet. They are. That's what happens, man. That's what kind of sucks about bands just going and going because then they just continuously uh, go one direction that maybe is not your favorite direction that they took. Totally have to put a One Direction song in this now. Who is it? Who is it? Who guides the doorway whenever he can? Carlton, your doorman. Oh, alrighty. <laughs> um, it shocks me. Just on a side note, that they're from Torrance. I can't imagine anything being in Torrance. I've only been there once, but it just seemed like a weird suburb where they shot Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Yeah, I know. Even when I found out they were from Torrance, I thought that that, that was very strange. It's like, yeah. all right, it's a cool suburb, but I yeah. yeah can't imagine much going on there. Exactly. But I guess that's how these kind of bands start. You know. Like Blink-182 started in a crappy little suburb of San Diego. But, uh, yeah, what, uh, what have you been listening to? 
I think you mean what you've been listening to. What you've been listening to. I'm sorry. I was trying to do an accent, and it didn't work out. <laughs> what kind of accent were you trying to do? I don't even know. I, I like, gave up like as soon as I began. <laughs> Spooky goblin accent? Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what I would be listening to. Oh. Uh, maybe the new Clown Sounds record. Possibly this weird early 80s comp of uh, pop songs. Oh. The This other band that did their song to the Revenge of the Nerds movie. They call us nerds because we're so uncool. They laugh at our clothes. They laugh at our hair. The girl walked by with her nose in the air. That I forgot the name of all of a sudden. Oh. Rick is talking about the power pop duel, the Ruba News. And a Spokenest record. But you know what, Johnny? Oh, yeah. Those never showed up at my house. I'm so sorry. It's you so see, sad. the listener, when I was in California, I bought some records, and I put them in a record mailer and asked Johnny nicely to send them to me. <laughs> and he sent it through FedEx through his job, and somehow it just never ended up my house. It ended up at another uh, facility of where he works. Very strange. Maybe oh, I'll never see them ever again. You know what will be funny is I actually have to go to that facility in January, and what if really? I just see them there? <laughs> and they're like, oh, we've been digging on these records for a while now. Wait, you're going to be at that facility in January? Yeah. That seems very weird. It's weird that they don't have a number. I know. We'll figure it out. Yeah. Hopefully, I'll get those records soon, but it's sad. I can Mostly, they can sad. all be replaced except for that really weird, I don't even know what the record was called. It had like a mummy's fist yeah. going through a wall. And it had uh, Grandmaster Flash, The Message. And Broken glass everywhere. People pissing on the stage. You know they just don't care. I can't take the smell. Can't take the noise. Got no money to move out. I guess I got no choice. And it had... We listened to it even. Oh. Yeah, we listened to it. And it had Captain Sensible. I said what? He said Captain. I said what? What I have been listening to is backstory. So, uh, back when I was a young man, tiny baby, I just got a CD player. I would often go to the pawn shop and just see what CDs looked appealing to me that were like a dollar because I was very poor. I had two CDs. I had Saturday Morning Cartoons Greatest Hits. Which is a cool compilation I still own, and Rancid and Out Come the Wolves. But a CD I got for a dollar was by a band called Throw That Beat in the Garbage Can. Oh, thanks for knocking, thanks for knocking, thanks for knocking me album that I got was called The Cool Album. Ooh. Cool. It's a 
German band, all a, Ger- a German band, all the way from <laughs> Germany. Uh, they were founded. I'm looking at the their thing right now. They're from Nuremberg, Germany. Formed in 1986 and disbanded in 1997. Many members of this band with multiple singers. They all switched up. Switched it up. Very poppy, very twee. Oh, hey, where are you going? I won't go with you. Hey, don't you run so fast, I can't follow you. Oh, hey, where are you going? I won't go with you. Very good. But back then, I didn't appreciate the CD. I liked it, but I didn't appreciate it that much. And I always wanted to see what it would be like to put a CD in the microwave. Oh, and I was okay. like, well, this one's whatever. I don't care about this one. And I destroyed it. Uh, I think I actually still have the cover art somewhere, like, packed away with all my shit. Yeah. Like, I decided to keep that, but not the CD. Of course. But I have actually looked for it um, over the years, looked for it on Discogs. I remember it being kind of expensive yeah. and me being like, ah, it's not worth my time. It's, like, not worth, like, 20 bucks to me yeah. to get a used copy of that. But I went to TD's Records and LPs in Bloomington, Indiana, and they had a radio station copy for a dollar, which is awesome. Cause that's how much I paid for it. So it's got all these, like, marks all over it and had some, like, spiel in the front that I was like these German rockers really know how to rock <laughs> but uh I appreciate it much more now than I did then it le- was not has not left my uh, CD player in my car for a very long time What did I compare it to? Have you heard Tully Craft before? No. Said, hey, hey, with less than three weeks to go, she tried to justify the gossip, but the relevance was low. And she said, hey, hey, won't you listen to me? Well, you can keep the punk rock scar at Beats and House Fuck Me, I'm Tweed. Do, do, do. Oh, they're a super Twee band. I like Twee bands. Yeah. It's fine. It's a lot, it's a lot to say. Like, that's my, like, embarrassing thing. I just yeah. love a good, like, lo-fi, poppy punk song. I like that kind of stuff too. Yeah, I think you would like this band. It's super catchy. And maybe times will get rough. But I tell you, it's never enough. And like his accent, they, it's all in English, but his accent is very strange. And at one point, he says like. Well, it's, he's talking about it's like a love song, but he imagines his life being like the Flintstones family with like two kids, and he goes, "A dinosaur." You and me, we were just like the Flintstone family. We were living in a stone-built house with kids and pets and a dinosaur. <laughs> it's very, very adorable. I plan on getting more stuff by this band because um, they only had like two records and. Uh-huh a bunch of singles and I'm very interested in all of it. I'd like to check it out. I, I watched their music videos and they could give two fucks about what people think about them. They're just like jumping around like morons wearing like the worst clothes ever. Like this band matched my aesthetic, like what I liked <laughs> in that time. But I was like, Oh, this is stupid. Yeah. Like, I don't know what I was thinking. Like I, for some reason kept the two really terrible red hot chili pepper CDs I had <laughs> but throw that beat in the garbage can, made it to the garbage can, which by the way is, Named after a uh, B-52 song. Throw that bitch in the garbage can. 
Okay. And that's enough of this old mouth. What have you been, what you've been listening to? What what I've been listening to? Um, so, yeah, like I said, tons of emo. Um, I heard, yeah. The yeah. First time. Other band I've been listening to can definitely be considered an emo band. Uh, they are TTNG. Uh, Which form- stands for? Uh, formerly known as uh, This Town Needs Guns. Why did they change the name? Uh, they changed the name because they actually started getting a little bit popular. So touring America, they felt uh, their name was no longer ironic because, you see, there are no guns in Oxford, period. Oh, that's the, that's where they're from? Oxford? Yes. Yep. Oh, Oxford. Yes. I don't know why I say so. this. Oxford <laughs> sounds like a snooty thing. <laughs> yeah. They're, uh, they're a British band. I guess you can kind of put them under the math rock label. They just released a acoustic record of their uh, first major record, Animals. Tales wild and vain, marks without remorse. Oh, yes. Yeah, and I listen to a little bit of that. Yeah, it's uh, actually really good. Um, something I really like and appreciate is acoustic emo because if you can do math rock acoustically, it sounds beautiful. songs are all named after animals my favorites being baboon lemur and gibbons three of them sound great and it's been 10 years since animals came out so that's kind of ridiculous so i've been kind of bouncing back and forth between the two records identify what's yours and what's mine and the rest to kind of hear any kind of differences
record pretty dang well. Mm-hmm. Uh, I listen. Well, I listened to the original one. Yeah. The vocals are what unsells it to me. Oh yeah, I'm sure. Like I buy it, hear the vocals, and then immediately return it. <laughs> I receipt in hand. Yeah, I can understand that. Again, totally something that I never imagined talking about on this because, um, except for when you know, way back in episode, uh, what was it? Like oh, 20? Ugh, yeah. Where yeah, y- describing Eric... emo to Eric is yeah. such a funny thing. <laughs> the best. Uh, it's one of my favorite pastimes. Describing emo to people who do not care and talking about Madden. <laughs> the only emo I listen to is Emo Phillips. You know, I go to the psychologist. He said, Emo, I want you to say the first word that pops into your mind. House. I said, security. He said, love. I said, affection. He says, mother. I said, love. He said, son. I said, life. He said, baby. I said, renewal. He said, well, Emo, there's nothing wrong with your head. I said, guillotine. (laughs) Well? Oh, man. Got me there. Oh, shit. You know what? We never (laughs) talked about what episode this is. It's episode 36. Which is who? Uh, you know, I thought long and hard about this, and I could not find somebody until, uh, thinking and looking back at Shaquille O'Neal, who wore number 36 <laughs> with the Boston Celtics. Yeah. Yeah. The Shaq episode. Yeah. Shaq. And he had some raps. He had some pretty good raps at that. Oh, <laughs> I guess we, gotta listen, we have to listen to him right now. Yeah, I'm getting you to work. Oh, boy. Uh, Music plays. I dribble around like basketball. People call me 18. Extra tallums. You're better than Shaq Tech. Fool, shut up, liar. I lean on a statue of liberty when I get tired. And I've had many opportunities to see them live, but have often decided against it because I don't think it would be that great. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah. I I've just. There. Yeah. There's some bands where you just don't feel the need to see live. What's funny, I used to be briefly into that band, The Octopus Project. I'm sure you've heard them, right? Yeah, uh, yeah I I'm, believe I, so. I always assume bands are more popular than I think they are. <laughs> But uh, I went went to see them, and I remember the show being kind of expensive, like m- more expensive than I was used to at the time. Yeah. And I was extremely bored and left while they played. I was like, Aww. this is not my jam, and I left. Fair enough. Um, that Oh, yeah. Okay. I do, re- I, I do remember this band. Uh, Austin, Texas had a lot of weird bands like that. Like, remember, I don't know if uh, this is a weird off one, but Best Friends. <laughs> With best friends, they're like my boys. Did you? Yeah. Have we did talked you see about them? This? Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, did you, by any chance, see them in Los Angeles or San Diego, like maybe eight years ago, seven years ago? Gosh, no. I would have okay. seen them at Rhinoceropolis. Okay, we did not go to Colorado. Okay, with them that time. Okay, so. that would be crazy. Yikes. Yeah, best friends is technically from Fort Worth. They just moved to Austin Are they? later. Okay, yeah. 
I'm shocked that you didn't. That's so funny that you've heard Best Twins. Yeah, um, yeah, Marissa actually got me into Best Twins. She got me into like a bunch of like random bands, like when we first started yeah. dating, being them, like Wookie Back. My computer break can't be trusted. Feel so mad I could cry. Just my luck, my motor's rusted. Why should I be mad at myself? Yeah, I'd be mad at someone else. And, um, like, uh, Ninja Sonic. All night drinking with you fools. I tattoo ink into my skin just to show off to all my friends. We get on stage, this all my shit. I have so much fun just watching. And Japanther. Yeah, she's probably the one that actually got me into all that. Uh, yeah. Those are my two very good friends. I used to be in a band with them called Retrospectro. <laughs> Dustin broke his foot, and when he they both lived in Fort Worth for a while again, and mm -hmm. we played as Best Freds, where I just played bass. <laughs> it was like a full band <laughs> version of Best Twins. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, uh, very silly. Yeah. I, Rather, much rather talk about best friends than <laughs> than, oh, than TGNG. No, yeah, I, but I will say TTNG. I bet uh, my boys in that band that you like that suddenly forgot the name of that we bought uh, over two nights. Two nights, yeah. I can see them being fans of that band. <laughs> Oh yeah, for sure. They are kind of are similarly in like that mathy kind of emo, which I I I love. I love that shit. These vocals are just the right amount of like not annoying. whiny. Like, yeah, they <laughs> like, definitely are whiny, but it's like more sweet. Yeah, for sure. Which yeah. that that really does make you know make or break an emo band. Like, there's just so many to think of that, yeah, are terrible because of yeah. vocals, or sometimes yeah. just downright terrible. Mm. And for the listener, two nights they're in like probably more than ten bands together. It's That's real crazy. crazy. And for an, what I've noticed, most of them are very good. Two very talented people. I'll say that. So, uh, Rick. Uh, what you been listening to? I've been listening to you talk too quietly. Oh, I'm so sorry. I missed the Man. mic. I saw it there, and I, it's just like, nope, not today. I feel like the listener is like cringing whenever my weird attempts to be funny like that. Nah. Uh, yeah, the listener don't care. The listener's our bro. Yeah, he's cool. Uh, yeah. And maybe listeners, I think right now the listener's just smiling and nodding, like acknowledging that we're all bros. Yeah. Just three bros. True. Yeah. True. I like to think of the listener as a good person. So what I've been listening to is a band from the Bay Area called The World. Mm 
five-piece band from Oakland, California. And in my mind, Oakland, California brings out the most original bands. Yeah. Like, there's so many punk bands just, like, imitate each other so much to where it's, like, the thing that's the most popular is what sounds like everything else. Yeah. Or it's just, emu- it's emulated a lot. Uh, the World basically is a X-Ray Specs, Laura Logic, Essential Logic-like band. By not, not really a knockoff band, but they definitely use that for their sound. Like that early 80s, like no wave, like Lilliput or Kleenex. Am I, yeah. am I am I getting any with these yeah, names? Yeah. Do you know these bands? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Sorry. Yeah, I absolutely love Essential Logic. I'm not that into X-Ray Specs. I think they're good. I acknowledge yeah. that they're good, but I'm not I'm not super into it. Essential Logic is the band Laura Logic. Uh, when she was kicked out of X-Ray Specs for, because the manager of X-Ray Specs thought there should only be one woman in the band, wow. uh, the saxophone player left and started her own band. So that's the funny thing about X-Ray Specs. People find them as this like great feminist band, which, you know, which... What is her name? Uh, Polystyrene is like yeah. a good icon, a good like punk icon. Right. But it is still where the X-Ray Specs had a member kicked out because right. she was a woman. Yeah, that's so, pretty fucked up. Yeah, so Essential Logic rules. But back to the world. Yeah. They sound a lot like Essential Logic. No mistake. Do the cough I get when smoking the pot. And their songs are not necessarily as political, and mm-hmm. or I haven't like picked up that they're political. But they are really good. And they just put out a record, and jokingly, the title's called First World Record. Nice. That's good. They had a 7-inch. I saw them in Indianapolis a couple years ago and was blown away. Thought they were really good. And my friend even recently said it was one of the best shows he's ever been to. Um, they played last week in Bloomington, and 
I did not see them because I had to go to work the next morning, but went there at the show was supposed to start at nine sharp because there was five bands playing. Another reason oh, I didn't want to stay at the show. Yeah, definitely. Showed up at around eight forty five. Not a soul was there yet. There were some people loading in oh. things. And my friend was working the door and he said I could come in just by record. And then I went back home, came back <laughs> at nine forty five and it was show is packed, a lot of people. Yeah. They the first band had just got done playing. So I was like, There's no way in hell I'm gonna see this band. So right. I flagged someone down to buy a record and left. But I felt so foolish. Like it's it's come to that, like where I go to shows just to buy the record of the band I wanna see. Yeah. But what mainly just like to listen to, you know. Yeah. So that's yeah. the shitty part. I mean, I I've even been kind of contemplating skipping out on seeing daughters. I have oh, tickets to go thing. see. I know I have t- tickets to go see Daughters on November eighth, and the last time I saw them was actually Election Day, twenty sixteen, and uh, mm. yeah, I I think they were trying to get the same date two years later, but yeah, I don't know if I'm gonna go. I might go and go buy some merch and their new record, but I don't know. What I kind of feel no, okay, no, Like I have to go to work at six o'clock in the morning. What would keep you from going going to that show? So pretty much just work or like uh, feeling bad. I don't want to. I don't want to drag Marissa to the show, and I know she feels like she has to go because I have two tickets. Oh, so I'm like, oh no, you know, trying to downplay it. Like, no, no, it's not a big deal. Like, I mean, I felt the same way. Like, I saw Ceremony three days in a row. Another band you know not like. Thump on the bow. Five years away, you never figured it out. I saw them three days in a row, and I saw Head Wound City two days in a row. The Head Wound City thing was kind of hard for me to do because... At that time, I still had hope for their second record, so I was like, "Oh no, I got, I got to see them. Like, I gotta, I gotta see the new stuff." And yeah, after the first day, the first day was just all the first EP, which is like ten minutes. So yeah, it was like whatever. I can go see them. I don't have to see the opening act. Like, it's fine. And uh, yeah, then their second record was the next day, and. Oh man, I just could not make it through that show. Okay. I ended up that's, leaving. Yeah, so that's fine. You're allowed to leave. Yeah. You're allowed to leave shows. Yeah. But I mean, if it's something you really want to see, and I guess you're dragging, you can just not drag Marissa to it. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to get um, pawn off the tickets to somebody else. But yeah, you can be just a 30 year old guy in the back sipping a little beer. Yeah. Your beer of choice. What's uh, what's your beer of choice right now? What you been drinking? Uh, Schneiderbach or uh. You know, I've been drinking a lot of wine lately. <laughs> <laughs> drinking wine at the show. Yeah, Pinot Noir. Give me that yeah. red. Just like basic ass $5 red wine. Like not sure what kind of red wine it is. Lindsay um, was not very stoked on going to that Clown Sound show. Yeah. I insisted that we went to it in LA at the Smell. Mm-hmm. And there were five bands playing it. And I was like, I'm not looking forward to this either. Yeah. After the first band, which was like a high school band, I was like, I am not into this. But Clown Sounds played second. It was great. 
That's kind of the yeah. best situation. If only I had a piece of merchandise to remember that show. Oh, back. so sorry. <laughs> I'll get it back. And it's okay to leave a show if you're feeling tired or something, but not just not going just seems kind of weird. Yeah, like, I, we've only done it a couple times. Like yeah. we skipped out on Japan Droids uh, at the graveyard at or Hollywood Forever Cemetery. Oh, we went there. Um, yeah. We did go Let's do a cut two to that for fun. I saw Johnny Ramone's grave. It was like a huge grave. It's like, yeah. Johnny Ramone, that's a cool grave. Who cares? Yeah. I don't care about Johnny Ramone. Uh, right next to Anton Yelch's, is that his name, Yeltz? Yeah. Yeltz? Yeah, his very sad young man grave. But yeah. then further down, way the hell down, was Didi Ramone's grave. And that grave had like kiss marks on it and like beers on it and like guitar pixeling. It was like super... <laughs> Well, you could definitely tell people love Dee Dee way more than Oh, yeah, totally. Dee Ramone is way cooler than Johnny Ramone. Very true. It always sucked being named Johnny and thinking, oh, yeah, I forgot. The worst Ramone. (laughs) God, I'm named after the worst Ramone. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> Teachers say that your first day of school. Johnny, hmm, named after the bad Ramon. <laughs> Better keep an eye on this one. <laughs> might do something he terrible. Might, <laughs> he might take my baby away. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, dear, the Ramones. Yes. Oh, dear, the Ramones. Yeah, you skipped on to that. Did you go to the James Chance and the Contortions show? Uh, no. I didn't have tickets to that, so I wanted to go, but I, I had to work that night, so. Was it a I didn't feel item? bad missing it. Not to mention, like, sometimes with stuff like that, I'm kind of apprehensive to, to go, because I don't want it to, like, ruin this illusion, like, that I have that is like basically stock footage and or old videos that I found on YouTube. Oh, you got anything yeah, else? The world, that you've been the, world no, the world is good. The world is good. The world is good. That's all I gotta say. You haven't heard them yet, but you'll enjoy them, I think. It sounds like I will. I'm excited to hear that. You like that mm. saxophone. Yeah, exactly. You'll enjoy that saxophone. I've been thinking about that since you mentioned it. It's just like, ooh. And on that note, good nighties. Good nighties. Good nighties, everybody. Uh, good night. That's all I gotta say. Good night. Got to end this. We're just like a Joyce Manor song. Yeah, exactly. Good night. Good night. Good night. Good night. That's it.